Welcome to Digging Out with Hadassah Jacobs. Each week, we dig out Hebrew words from the weekly Torah portion, jewels of understanding that help us dig out of our problems, find solutions, and make milestone tweaks in our lifestyle so we can believe, perceive, and become everything God has destined for us to be. So let's get started. See you in this week's podcast. Hey, it's Adas, and I'm so excited about this next episode of Digging Out. We're going to talk about Shemot, Exodus, chapter 15, verses 23 through 26. And this particular chapter deals with Mara, which were the bitter waters that Israel stumbled upon when they were uh, exiting from Egypt, you know, on their way to the promised land, they came to the waters of Mara. Now the name Mara means bitter. And verse 24 says, and the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried out to Hashem and Hashem showed him a tree and he cast it into the waters and the waters were made sweet. It was this very specific tree that cleanses water. We have these type of natural healing elements in oils even today. So this uh, is not unusual. It made the waters sweet, and we find that the people could drink. But there's a big connection here between what happened in Egypt to the bitter waters. Remember, the waters were turned into blood, And the people could not drink the water. In fact, a little side note on this. I'm not sure if you're aware that Israel became very, very wealthy during that period of time when the waters were turned into blood because the water in Goshen was not turned into blood. So the Egyptians would go to Goshen, pay the Israelites for water that was not turned into blood. And even when it was put into their vessels, it still remained water. So a lot of Israel's wealth came through the plagues because the people would go to Goshen noting that there were no plagues in Goshen. So back to our story. Now, what we have here is a experience, an incident with Israel that becomes a statute, an ordinance. And it says that Hashem brought them to that specific place to prove how they would react. And they cried to Hashem, they cried to Moshe, and they're like, why did you bring us to a place where there's no water, where we can't drink the water? And they were reminded of that horrific time when Egypt couldn't drink the water. And because Egypt couldn't drink the water, they were connecting that with their relationship in the wilderness to Hashem, saying, wow, why is it now when you put all those plagues on Egypt that you're putting them on us? And Hashem responds, And listen to what he says. In verse 26, he says, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of Hashem, your God, and you will do that which is right in his eyes, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases, none of the machalah upon thee. I 
am Hashem. I am the name. I am the Yudkevavke that heals you. Why does he say that? Well, it's connected to what I just shared with you. That issue of machala. And for the most part, this word itself means disease, sickness, infirmity. But this is the outgrowth of the trial, the test, the struggle, the, the um, I think the word that I want to use here is the trauma, the trauma of the trial. Israel itself did not experience the trauma of the trial, but Egypt did. And if you have experienced a trauma, then you know that if that trauma is not dealt with properly, not worked through, if forgiveness does not reign through the trauma, the trial, if you don't keep an attitude of faith and praise, you allow depression or you allow bitterness to set in, then there is a series of consequences that follow. And they are not pretty because you can become very ill physically or mentally. You can find yourself speaking words that put in motion events that are quite negative. And for Egypt, there was the plague, but then there was the infirmity, the sickness, the disease that attached itself to the trauma of the trial. And so here we have God giving us the solution to this. And he says very clearly right here, I separated you out in my grace, in my chesed, in my kindness, in my chen, my favor, when you were in Mitzrayim, when you were in Egypt. But now I'm going to attach my name and my purpose and my commandments to you. I'm going to tell you the secret of what it means to be set apart. I'm going to tell you my secret of what it means to be redeemed by me. I'm going to tell you my secret to healing. And this is what it is. Because you're my children, I have redeemed you. I've called you by my name. I have set you apart. There is a system in place to heal you. And that system all begins with listening to my voice, then acting upon what you hear, giving ear to my commandments, keeping them in front of your eyes, and acting upon them when you are in a trial, when you are in a temptation, And when you are walking through the waters of a test, this is where I want you to focus, Hashem is saying. Diligently hearken to my voice. Do what is right in my eyes. Give ear to my commandments. And then he says, and keep all my statutes. That's a lot of detail. 
But what he's talking about is the principle of the precept. That is timeless. It may not apply to as far as the exact commandment of obedience. It may not apply to today. We've got a lot of changes as far as culture, technology, etc. But the principle of the precept is timeless. It never ends. And so Hashem is saying, learn those principles. And then when you do the principle of the precept, you will be mine. And I promise that everything I did in Egypt, you will never be subject to. And furthermore, the disease that is attached to the trauma of the trial, the test, what you're going through will never attach itself to you. What happened in Egypt will not happen to you. And this is what Hashem promises when the children of Israel are at the waters of Mara. First, he sweetens the waters to show them, nope, I didn't bring you here because you did something wrong. I brought you here to test what's in your heart and whether your heart is focused on me through the trial or it is focused on you. And if you focus on yourself, then you're going to flunk or you're going to miss what I am doing at this moment. So I want you to lift up your eyes. I want you to refocus Put your eyes on me. I want you to open your ear to my voice. Keep your eyes on my word. Remember my commandments. And I want you to learn the principle of the precept and put it in action as you walk through the waters. Because when you do that, they will never overtake you. You will never experience what the Egyptians experienced. This is the secret. And this is what God wants to teach us through the trial. So with that, I have a lot of other verses we can go to regarding healing. But I really want to hone in to help you understand what God is saying here and what secret He is revealing to be able to overcome and to walk through life with that divine healing virtue working on your behalf. All right, that's it for today in Digging Out. I hope you've been inspired. Remember to like, share, and review if you enjoyed this lesson. And uh, the title of it is overcoming the trauma of the trial. All right, everybody. I enjoyed being with you today, and I'll see you in our next episode. Thank you for listening to Digging Out. Remember to like, comment, I love your comments. Share and subscribe. Let's dig out together. This podcast is sponsored by Let's Learn Hebrew and Skillset the method that makes learning Hebrew fun, intuitive, and totally doable. To get started, click on the link below. You'll be so glad that you did. This is Hadassah, signing out. Shalom, shalom.